re- I really changed my mind completely about right. nuclear power uh, because of the evidence. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. The Hopper Podcast is not professional advice, just two guys spitballing. So do your own research. So um, I want to talk about nuclear power. Interesting. Nuclear power. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked in the past a bunch about... um, uh, electric cars, yeah, and how electric cars are coming up. They are going to be the future. Uh-huh. Um, all of the companies are going to electric cars, and we're going to need a lot more electricity to power all these cars. And if everyone's getting more electric power, and and uh, it's just going to take an enormous amount of electricity, right? An enormous amount. Not to mention the fact that third world countries are starting to use more and more and more electricity and True. catching up. And we're going to need a ton of clean, sustainable energy. And I yeah. think I'm going to start. I'm going to put my cards on a table. I think in the short term, nuclear power is the way to go. Okay, I really do. And yep. I've got a long-term solution that I don't. I think is not nuclear power that I'll get to at the end. Okay. But short term, I think nuclear power is the way to go. So you did a little looking around, and yeah, you come to I that did. conclusion. That's right. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So what do you know about nuclear power? Uh, well, I mean, I, I know lots of nuclear engineers, believe it or not, from where I used to, yeah, from where I used to live. And I knew that, um, it was dwindling. Yeah. They were losing jobs or being laid off. That's right. Um, that's right. And it was, uh, hard for people to find jobs coming out of all that training. That's right. Um, and so I know that it's been diminishing. Yeah. 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 Um, but other than that, I mean, I know it's, it, it produces a lot of power. It does. It produces yeah. a lot of power. There are two humongous reasons why uh, it is not as popular as it used to be, um, or uh, the, why those your engineer friends uh-huh. are having trouble finding jobs. I would imagine Chernobyl would be on that list. Chernobyl, yeah. yeah. Chernobyl and other meltdowns. Okay. There have been three major meltdowns in uh-huh. nuclear power uh, since it started. The first, let me go through them real, real yeah, briefly, yeah. real briefly. The first was in 1979... That was here in the United States, Three Mile Island. Yeah. Um, you've heard of Three Mile well, Island? Well, yeah, I remember hearing that as yeah. a child, but I, yeah. I was too young to really know what they were talking about. Right, um, right. I knew it had to do with nuclear power. And, so there was a yeah. nuclear power plant that melted down uh-huh. in 1979 in the United States. The thing is, I remember it being a terrible accident, and this is like uh, Three Mile Island. Like, you know, you can't go there anymore, and it's, uh-huh. you know, all these people died. Okay, the truth is, not a single person died. Uh-huh. There were actually no detectable health effects on the closest two million people. Wow. No, that's interesting. They have done long-term studies since 1979. They've tracked the, they've tracked the people, people. The people that, who uh-huh. lived, the two million people who lived closest to it. And still, to this day, there have been no uh, No higher rates of cancer, none. no higher rates. Zero. Of, yeah, okay. Zero. And in fact... Um, the, what they said is that tip, the typical person in that close radius was exposed to radiation at about the, uh, at about 20% the radiation that you would get if you went and got an x-ray 20% of an x-ray 20% of one, of one of an single x-ray. x-ray correct yeah that's that's nothing which is why it's no big deal uh-huh right they also have done continued to do studies in on plants and animals no detectable effects Right. Zero. Okay, so um, Three Mile Island, uh, yeah. was it a potentially greater disaster? Was it somehow headed off from being a, a, 
a big deal like Chernobyl. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Because they followed the protocols. Okay. They followed the protocols. And that's what they did not do at Chernobyl. That was right. in 1986. And um, they um, there were regulations that were ignored. There right. were false reports given to say everything was healthy and done well. Uh, they refused to acknowledge the risks and ignored all the all the engineers who were uh-huh. saying this is what needs to be done. And uh, so th- th- that was a massive, that was a huge problem. Yeah. When that melted down. Yeah. Did, what, I certainly remember this one yeah. very well. Yeah. And I, I, I did know that the, the Russians were not... Uh, doing their due diligence Correct. and it was kind of the height of the of our cold war race yes and who was going to come out on top and Correct. i think it's gorbachev said that that the fall of the soviet union was the straw that broke the camel's back was probably chernobyl that's right that's um, right and so they were they were kind of cheating and cutting corners and trying to tremendously yeah, and it then it blew up in their face yeah there was a um 2019 hbo miniseries that was called chernobyl yeah i've that, heard of that i heard it's good i haven't yeah, seen it i haven't seen it either but i've heard it's really good but that's part of what they showed is the story of how like time after time after time they went through roadblock after roadblock after mm. roadblock warning sign after warning sign just after kept warning on sign pushing, huh? and they just kept on pushing okay take a guess how many people do you think died in the aftermath of that disaster Boy, I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. The initial shock of it, 50 people. 5-0. 50 people. 50 okay. people died. This was the massive disaster. Now, as time went on, lots of people were exposed to an enormous amount of radiation, uh-huh. not like it was on Three Mile Island. Okay. And so it's hard to know how many people died as a result much later on, like years later, uh-huh. as, their, as their bodies get more cancer and that kind of thing. Right. But estimates are about 4,000. I do know that they've had, like... Um strange uh, animal yes. plant yes. issues in the, the whole area. People have just moved away from it. Correctly. It's like a, you have to. A no man's land. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, the livestock became deformed and uh-huh. there was that's a, that's there was in a the lot Ukraine. of problems. Yeah. That's right. In the current situation, uh, I guess uh, Zelensky was saying that the Russians were endangering uh, some of this uh, waste product in their attacks. Yeah, yeah. In the Chernobyl site. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So there was one, there's one more disaster uh, that uh-huh. has happened with nuclear power, and that was in 2011 at Fukushima, um, and that was the big tsunami. Do you remember uh, I, that? This it sounds remil- uh, vaguely familiar, but I don't. Yeah. In Japan, there was a there was a, a fantastic tsunami, an earthquake in the ocean that uh-huh. had this massive wave. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. That that came up on the and shore. It was threatening. I heard it was threatening yeah. the site. I didn't know that it caused a meltdown or anything. So two of the two reactors failed. Uh huh. And then it became a real problem. However, there wasn't a single person who died from the radiation. Uh-huh. Um, there, that, that's true, but there were lots and lots of people who died. It's hard to know if they, don't, hmm. they can't account for anyone who died because of the nuclear issue, because of the nuclear meltdown. Uh, there were lots of people who died because there was a massive, massive flood. Yeah. That just destroyed everything. And so 20,000 people died. Um, but not a single one of them can be traced directly back to right. the nuclear which, power plants. Which probably would have caused problems with any sort of Correct. Um, power plant or yeah, someplace any, gen- right. generating electricity. But. That's right. The other thing is that um, officials knew, there's lots of investigation now that has gone through this, and the officials knew that that nuclear power plant 
um, was not ready for for a tsunami, uh-huh. and they delayed the repairs as politicians do so often. Right. You know, let's put money toward money. this. Right. It costs money, right. and so that they, they delayed it, they delayed it, they delayed it. You know what? There hadn't been a tsunami in a long time. There probably won't be one this year. Right. And so the repairs that they knew needed to happen for the tsunami were not done. And then some radiation was leaked, mm-hmm. but I think it was uh, probably on the order of the Three Mile Island, you know, where it's right. it's negligible. It's negligible. Okay, those are the three biggest nuclear disasters ever. Okay. Um, but who wants to risk that? That's a huge, huge risk. Yeah. I mean, we- I guess the tsunami was caused by an earthquake, right? Correct. So, so things like earthquakes, tsunamis, volcanoes, yeah. you know, things, sinkholes. Stuff happens. Yeah. That's pretty hard to... Well, and really, the nuclear... So if we're talking about... So natural disasters are one thing, but who died from nuclear power? Well, uh, probably a total of 4,000 people and all of them at Chernobyl. Uh-huh. Those are probably the only people who have ever died... Uh-huh. from nuclear disaster. But it looms so big in the minds of people right. that this could melt down. Uh, honestly, well, I think certainly it's... people of our generation, right, when we're, we're grow up, and, and, and the boomers as well. Yeah, sure. Growing up with fear of nuclear war and, sure. and yeah, the arms race. Sure. Which is different than nuclear power. It is. Right? But, but, but they I, connect it in our minds, right? We do connect yeah. it in our minds. And I think that the other thing that uh, contributes to it is The Simpsons, quite honestly. Pop <laughs> yeah, culture. Right. Right? So... <laughs> Three, the three-eyed fish. Uh-huh. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, yes, the three-eyed yes, fish. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you see that and you're yeah. like, oh, man, that's just because it's next to a nuclear power plant. Okay, that is a joke. It doesn't exist. Right. It's not real. Or, uh, well, or Homer leaving work and he drops some glowing right, right. piece of something down his shirt and takes it home with him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's a joke. I mean, that okay, that kind of thing did happen one time in history, uh-huh. and it was at Chernobyl, and is when they... Went through roadblock after roadblock after roadblock and ignoring the warnings. Um, there is one other thing, I suppose. So the meltdowns, that's one thing. The yeah. other thing that I think is uh, an argument against nuclear power, and that is the waste. Right. When you are right. done with the nuclear core, um, the, it is uh, really, really toxic. Right. And right. And there's a lot of it, I've so heard. So 10,000 metric tons of radioactive waste uh, produced each year right now, 10,000 metric tons per year. That of is met, of a waste. lot of waste. And, it and is. What I remember of this is they, they would put it in sealed containers and yep. bury it. Yeah. So you can do that. And um, and that does, it's very expensive to yeah, do so it that's, safely. That's quite a lot of. Uh, it's very expensive to do and it And there's still a risk looming there, I guess, you know. Theoretically, there's a risk. So you yes. got to keep people away from that land and. You gotta, Depending on how you do it, yes, yeah. yes, you can't use that. You got to p- keep people away. Some now it may not be as problematic as you think. It is a problem. Uh-huh. It is a problem. But eighty percent of the radioactive waste can be reprocessed and reused by the nuclear industry. Eighty percent. Eighty percent of it. And is that very expensive? Why is it not being done? It is being done. Okay. It is being done somewhat, uh-huh. um, but not completely. And I'm not sure the reasons for that. The other thing is that um, it doesn't actually take up a whole lot of space. When you say there's a ton of it, so there's a ton, but it's also very, very dense. And uh-huh. so the weight of it is huge. But let me see if I can find out. I, I, I don't remember the exact um, numbers, and I have it written down here somewhere. Um, 
if you take all of the radioactive waste that we have ever produced, you can put it in, this, in, a, in a field the size of a football field, like 10 feet deep or something like okay. that. I forget the numbers exactly. It's, can we put it in the Dallas Cowboys Stadium? I think it already has been put there, a lot of it. <laughs> Five foot deep. Someone's booing. <laughs> Boo. In other words, um, it's expensive to deal with, and it's not nothing that needs to be considered. It's, it's expensive. Yeah. But it's not like we need, you know, uh, super fun sites, you know, in every state of our union, in yeah. every country. It, like, this stuff is really, really manageable. Um, and with the money that we're – anyway, so – uh, when we think about nuclear waste, I don't want that in my backyard. But you don't have to have it in your backyard. It actually is not that much. Hmm. Yeah. Although you don't want to drop it in the back of your shirt and take it home. Right. Plus, you uh, do have to be careful with it. If if we're talking about supplying energy at, yep. at a mass level, then we're, we're going to be talking about a lot more of it. And where's it going to go? And those problems would have to be solved, I so, think. Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt about it. Okay. Let me make a case for using nuclear energy. Mm -hmm. First off, let me say, and I think I've already sort of alluded to this, it is ridiculously safe. Uh -huh. It is ridiculously safe. Um, you can, we, we can um, measure safety when we're talking about producing energy in terms of deaths per terawatt hour. Uh -huh. Okay, so think about this. Imagine a city with 150,000 people. Okay, that's about the size of Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. okay? A city, uh, 150,000 people. They're going to consume about one terawatt hour per year. Okay. Okay? So imagine that that city, 150,000 people, Jackson, Mississippi, is powered by a number of different fuels. Yeah. If that city is, is um, powered is, uh, by coal power, 25 people per year will die. Okay. Because of the coal power. Okay. 25 people extra per year this is, will die. This is not mining coal. This is... Because of the burning of the coal. Yes, and it has to do with the smog, with, uh -huh. with um, emphysema and, yep. and all those kinds okay. of things. Okay. And then also, I think um, uh, there are some deaths regularly that happen in the coal plants because of uh, there, there's a lot of safety issues with hmm. the coal plants. Okay, that's coal power. What, what about if they used oil power? If they used oil power, it'd be 18 people who die each year for uh -huh. similar reasons. Okay. Gas power is safer. Three people die each year as uh -huh. a result. Hydroelectric power, one. Okay. That's much safer. Some guy got drunk and fell off the dam. Something like that. Right. Yes, yes. Um, and th these numbers are based on actual deaths uh -huh. in, in these... Okay. Um, ...over the last 40 years, I think. Something All right. like that. Yeah. Um, wind power, it's one person will die every 25 years. All right. Similar sort of thing. Accident. You know, some yeah. accident happened, you know. Yeah. Uh, There's greater risk if we uh, if we set someone in a room with you after you ate a plate of chimichangas. <laughs> yeah, right? that's that's 10 deaths per year. Yeah, <laughs> that's 10 deaths yeah. per year. <laughs> no, wind is like ridiculously safe. One person dies every 25 years. Like it's, it's yeah. crazy safe. Nuclear power. One person dies every 33 years. Based on Chernobyl. And Chernobyl yeah. is the only deaths we have. Yeah. It's basically Chernobyl stretched out over uh -huh. all these terawatt hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. There, 
okay. So there's no other risk that we ha- that we're aware of, because some of these numbers are like you know, uh, how does someone die from hydropower? He gets drunk and falls off the dam. Couldn't something like that happen? I mean, shouldn't there should be a few, right? Yeah. Just because stuff happens. Fair but, enough. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. These are these are these are numbers. Yeah, that, they're interesting. That is part of the okay. Anyway, um, nuclear power is continuing to get safer. In a way that coal and right. oil because and of technology get, right those are not uh-huh. getting safer, but nuclear power is getting safer. Yeah. There have been huge advancements uh, in nuclear power, and if we actually heed the warnings that the engineers are telling us, uh-huh. then yeah, it's going to be really really safe. What about uh, solar power? Solar power is uh, even safer. One person dies every 50 years. From melanoma or something? I don't know what it's from. He's installing the panels and it and gets... falls off a roof. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that seems like that'd be even riskier, being up on roofs. But, yeah, maybe yeah. so. I don't know. Um, but, but this is from the actual power production, right? Well, you said, well, that, you said it, it was like also installation the... installation and... Yeah. It seems yeah, like there'd be more than that. Yeah, it seems like it would be. Yeah. There's probably... A, I'm sure there's obviously more injuries, but in terms yeah. of actual deaths... Right. Actual okay, deaths. so uh, yeah, with these numbers, it, it appears very safe. Yes, yeah. it is. It is very safe. That's your that's your first a- point. I'm guessing anyone. Yeah, it's very anyone, safe. Anyone who's looking at it comes to the same conclusion. Nuclear power is very very safe. Um, okay, the other thing is that compared to most of the power that we're getting, it's very clean. Okay, there's no carbon emissions. Right, it's very clean. Okay, except for this waste product. I got gotcha. the waste product. Uh huh. Okay, and so that that okay. Right. Also. It's plentiful, different from hydro, different from uh, uh-huh. you know some of these others. But by the way, just uh, so our, whoever's yeah. out there doesn't know much about power, you know, solar power, uh, wind power, hydropower, they don't generate near enough oh, electricity. It is we, for yeah. yeah so, so that's the problem. There is that yeah. I wish that those if the if we could. Uh, have the amount of power that nuclear right. or coal produce, but to do it with solar, that would be absolutely the way to go. Right. It's just, it just not, doesn't produce It just doesn't produce that need. much. Yeah. It doesn't produce which, that much. I guess we could throw something in the hopper in terms of um, how much energy should we... I mean, we should be a little bit prescriptive, maybe, about energy consumption. Maybe. That's something to talk about. Yeah. Let's yeah. Talk, let's let's, let's sure. uh, put that in the hopper, and I, we should definitely take that out, but let's not do that now. Let's yep. assume that we need to be using a lot... That we are going not need to be sorry. That we are going to be using a lot of power. The same that we've been using, and, and as it's going to more countries to industrialize, yep, and totally. yeah, they're going to yeah, it's going to be so worse we need and worse. more. But nuclear power is an almost unlimited source of fuel. Current uh-huh. estimates say that we could use nuclear power as our exclusive source of energy for the next four billion years. Okay, that is plentiful. Okay, that's based on yeah. our current reserves of uranium. That's how much yeah. power is available. And to if us. we can reuse eighty yeah. percent of the waste, and we could solve totally. that problem and keep it clean, I mean, you got to think about all the emissions that are going to be coming up with totally. all these developing countries. Absolutely, the population booming. No emissions. It's going to be power. a serious problem. Zero. Clean air, clean, clean water, clean air, yeah. clean water. Nuclear power is basically an unlimited source of energy with clean air, clean water, completely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that it is a very low cost overall, overall. So okay. if you factor in the life of the nuclear power plant, nuclear power plants are actually really, really expensive to build. I would imagine. Really expensive to build. But, but once, once you, you got build it, them, yeah. they're super cheap to operate. Okay. Okay. Um, 
they're, it's not like a no, it, it, it's not like half the price, but it is lower than most others. So, for example, uh, different places are different and different, different. Uh, this is an average, yeah. right? Coal uh, costs about $41 per megawatt hour. Gas, about 36 megawatt hour, per, $36 per megawatt hour. Um, wind is $90 per megawatt hour. Solar is about the same, but nuclear is $33 per megawatt hour. It's uh-huh. a little bit lower. Uh, than any of our others, um, and so relatively, it's pretty cheap. Right. Pretty right. cheap. Unlike hydro, wind, and solar, nuclear creates energy at a very consistent, predictable right. level, yeah. which is also super important. Now, here's my question. If it's so awesome, and I think it is, uh-huh. why is it that we're not using more nuclear power? And here's why. Because of incredible bad press. Um, uh-huh. And that is starting to change. That is starting to yeah. change. There are a number of climate scientists and uh, pro-environment politicians who are really starting to get on the nuclear train. Yeah. Uh, because the numbers, ju- the numbers and evidence just bear out. Sorry, you don't. I don't want a nuclear power station in my backyard. Nobody wants that, I suppose, the way you don't want any other. But it's not going to hurt you uh-huh. um, unless the, the people over there are acting like Chernobyl in the 1980s. Yeah, I guess that is a concern not so much here or in some other uh, countries that are advanced. But if countries who are trying to make it, India, for example. Yeah. India is on the rise. Yep. It's really trying to, to become time. a big-time world power. Yeah, that's right. But it has right. tons of corruption. Yes, yes, yes. And that kind of political firestorm. Fair enough. It could, you could have another Chernobyl because they're not regulating these things, or the person in power doesn't want to put the money towards these. You know, they're just what happened. It's a real possibility, but that's uh-huh. also an opportunity for a— I don't know about—I don't know the political situation in India so well, but that's an opportunity for a private uh, company— to really say, we're going to go in there and do it uh-huh. right because we want to make a ton of money. And they can. And they can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to do it right. Because if you get a Chernobyl, it's, you know, then it's over. Well, you got to wonder if there could be something done with the UN in terms of uh, standards. Not that so that's that, a good idea. That can be enforced. That seems but like a good idea. Something. Somebody, somebody to come in and, and take a look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, the environmentalists of the 1970s were very concerned about the potential dangers, but uh, be- because it was so new and it was such yeah. a like, but they were wrong. And a lot, most of them have come around now and said, okay, the evidence just isn't there. And they are saying, for the environment, we need to be going nuclear. Yeah. And I'm really glad about that. And so I'm tr- part of what I, the reason I want to talk about this is uh-huh. learning about this. Re- I really changed my mind completely about right. nuclear power. Uh, because of the evidence, uh-huh. and uh, I want to dispel a lot of the myths out there that people have that I had in my mind just you know six months ago. Right. Yeah. Now I said that nuclear power is a short-term solution. When I say short-term, I mean like for the next thirty, sixty, maybe ninety I years, something yeah. like that. The long-term solution I'm actually super excited about, and this is more of a guess because it's further out. But do you know about nuclear fusion? So nuclear power, we've been talking completely about uh-huh. nuclear fission. That is, uh, you splitting. know, splitting. Fission right. is splitting, taking a massive molecule like uranium, or uh-huh. that's usually the one that we use, but we could use others, and splitting it apart. And when we split it apart, we get an enormous amount of energy. Right. 
Do you know about nuclear fusion okay. taking two tiny molecules yes. and putting them together? Not, uh, not molecules, sorry, atoms, two atoms yep. to create a new atom. Yeah. Hydrogen fusing into helium. Correct. This is what happens in stars from the gravity. There's, the, there's yeah. so much mass there and yep. it's being pulled so tight that exactly. there's enough energy to... To fuse the atoms, releasing tremendous amounts of energy. Exactly. Thus, you have a star and all the power and That's radiation. That's how our sun. That's how our sun of works. The sun. Which is where we got the uh-huh. idea. And yeah, it's got a long way to go. I have looked at that one, um, and I was watching a little program about it and the amount of um, power, the facility they had to build, and the lasers and the intensity of those lasers. Um, it's promising, right? Because yes. eventually they got more energy out than they put in. Yeah, that was in December 2022. Just, yeah. you know, from the time we we're recording this, it's a few months ago, that they announced that for the first time ever, they got more power out of this reaction uh-huh. than they put into it. But they did put a tremendous amount of power into it. Yes, that's and correct. And this facility is ridiculous. Yes. It, and so they got a long way to go. But To say that they got more power out, do you know how much more power out? I don't know how much. It was like double or triple. Uh huh. It was an enormous amount, relatively. And so, but that's the first time it's ever happened. Yeah. And we know that it can happen. We always knew that it could happen. Can we harness it? Can we do it? Can we do it? And we just did it. Yeah. Um, So I heard somebody say that it is, the analogy is is that it's like when the Wright brothers flew for the first time. Uh huh. Okay. That, the concept that they flew, if you watch them, like if you were there and you're like, you were up in the air for a minute. Who 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 cares about that? You were. Why are you excited about that? And then, how long was it until you had airliners and even going to the moon? Right. Like it was a really short time. That was so important. And right. I think that I think what we just saw is, so, yeah. is, our, is our one minute flight. We can hope so. Yeah. That like okay, this is a proof of concept. That now it needs to be harnessed. Now it needs to be, you know, we need to to uh, keep going with it. Uh, I'll tell you, the energy companies have invested many, many billions of dollars newly in the last couple months mm. into nuclear fusion. Yeah, and I think that's it's like I said, it's going to be forty, fifty, sixty years away. But uh, when that happens, then there's no more nuclear waste yeah. no, because we don't have these massive radioactive right. atoms. It's the waste is helium, right? Right. The waste is helium, uh, or something like that, right? right. And so it's um, there is no waste. The waste is water. That's the waste. Um, and so that, and then we're making an enormous a lot amount more power, sure. of power, yeah. way more power. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder uh, if we'll see that in our lifetime or not. It's. I don't know. That's a good knows? question. Yeah. Who knows? It seems like technology really. It's going quicker and quicker and quicker. So I think it's entirely possible. Yeah. But uh, hard to say. I'm so excited about this. There's a, <laughs> there's a lot of bad stuff happening in Almost the world. Almost as excited as a plate of chimichangas. <laughs> there's a lot of bad stuff happening in the world. Uh-huh. And there are good things happening in the world, too. Yeah. Right? There's, there are some things that demonstrate that the world is breaking down and becoming worse. And there are other things that are demonstrating that we're getting better and better. And uh, it's not it's not either or. It's mm-hmm. both. It yep. really is both. And a lot of times we talk about how things are getting worse and worse, and that's true. But I think this is cr- taking us to a more sustainable world, and I'm always yeah. happy about that. 
Hey, we've got bonus episodes for you. You've asked for them, we got them. Yep, more Hopper goodness. Bonus episodes are only for our Patreon subscribers. We're a little bit freer to tell stories we really don't want out there in the public. It's kind of like Hopper Podcast After Dark. Ooh, like that time that we went to see the Rock Hard Willie Band. Yeah, but you've said too much. Okay, well... Listen, it's easy. Just touch or swipe on the cover art of the Hopper Podcast on your podcasting app. Go there and find the show notes, follow that link, and sign up to give us a little bit of money each month, like $5, 10 $20. At any level, you're going to get immediate access to all of our bonus episodes, and we'll also send you a special link to a new private podcast feed, and you will get all the bonus episodes on your phone automatically. We love our Patreon supporters, and we treat them right. So if you want to hear about Willie's Dirty Laundry, oh, come on. sign on up. You know who you are. Thanks so much for your support. You can become a Hopper Podcast Insider today. Dave, today is Daylight Savings. We are changing the clocks again. Spring, spring forward. Spring forward. Yeah. So in the spring, we, we, we move the clocks forward. So we're losing an hour. That's why there was no one at the church service today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. used to be that way, but our phones do it automatically now. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. when I was young, it really would be. like yeah. It was a big deal. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah I remember that. Yeah. 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 That was uh, not too long ago because right. I didn't go to church a lot for a while there. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that people would forget and sleep in. Yeah, or use it as an excuse, like, yeah. oh, I forgot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, okay, so this is a real problem. I think I have been saying for years now, we should just get rid of daylight savings time and stop changing mm-hmm. the clocks twice a year. Do you know where this comes from or why we do it? You know, I'm not sure that I do, but when I was younger, yeah. I remember it was something about uh, the farmers. Right. Yeah. And I learned this in elementary school, uh-huh. so it's pretty pretty hazy in my memory. Yeah. That's yeah. what I learned as well. And the thing is, that is completely false. It's completely false. Completely that, false. Has nothing to do with farmers. That surprise me. Has yeah. nothing to do with farmers. Um, farmers, so what I heard was that like it had something to do with, with kids who were going to school but needed to help on the farm, and huh. so they had to finish school yeah. early and then go and help with That has nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it whatsoever. Daylight Savings Time started um, in 1918 in the United States, mm-hmm. and it was a wartime effort to save an hour's worth of fuel, like gas or oil, because they were rationing those things. Uh, for for uh, light lamps and coal to heat homes uh-huh. and all that kind of thing. And at the end of the war, 1919, it was repealed. Okay. And we went back to having no nothing like that. Except some individual locales k- decided to keep it. Okay. For example, New York City. And so what happened is that um, historians refer to this as a chaos of clocks, from 1919 until 1966, mm-hmm. where some of the country did this and some of the country didn't, and everyone was trying to persuade each other that their way was right. New York City said, yeah. we're doing it right by changing the clocks. Other parts of the country were also doing that. Anyway, it was terrible until yeah. 1966 when Congress passed the Uniform Time Act and made it consistent nationwide just so we would stop fighting and everybody would know what how to how to uh keep our yeah. time together as a country 
So uh, just for people who are, I think, challenged in this way, yeah. as far as understanding what, what's happening, yeah. um, when you move the clock forward yeah. an hour, that's yeah. the daylight savings time. We, we just, we're just moving from standard time to daylight time. We move the clock forward. So what, when it used to get dark at 7, now it's getting dark at 8. Right. Which means that you have more light coming in your windows. You'd have to, you're using less fuel. I, I understand this. And why New York City would want that, of course, they're, it's an office town, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's a bunch of offices, and they want... They want to be, have uh, less electricity spent in the evening. Exactly. Um, and when you get into the summer hours, they, there's a long days. Those are long and days. And the sun that's comes right. up really early. Yeah, that's right. And so, you know, my personal feeling is yep. I hate changing the clocks. Correct. Because it messes me up. 100%. It, it, and I need, I need like, to, to get on a sleep schedule and keep it, or I'm just messed up. Yes. And especially when you're little kids, they, yes. you know, they don't, they don't just adjust on a dime. That's right. Um, it, it messes everyone up. It messes everybody up. And it's easier in the fall because then you're, you're gaining, you know, you, you get an extra hour of sleep or something, right? Or you can get up earlier. You, yeah. You, you've been cheating. You've been getting up later, 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 and suddenly you're, you're back an hour. Right. That's right, right. handy. In the spring, it's not so handy, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's and, right. And, but between standard time and daylight time, yes. I like daylight time better. Mm. I'd want to move it to daylight time and keep it there yeah. all year yeah. round. Because I, I like I like more light later in the day because uh-huh. I don't get up at four in the morning right. in the summer or any time. Right. I don't care about the light. <laughs> you know, I want to keep sleeping. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I prefer the, the summertime uh, timing as well. Yeah. But in one sense, I really don't care. I just don't want the clocks to change. Right. right. And so if, if it was, let's keep it the winter time and we don't ever change it. I would vote for that in a heartbeat. Uh-huh. Um, I can tell you that in the spring, when we lose an hour in the sleeping, yeah. uh, there are um, a marked increase in heart attacks, in car wrecks, in suicides, in just tons of these measures about people losing sleep. Huh. Tons and tons. I mean, people... I mean, this is really, uh, literally yeah. a, a matter of cor- life and death. correlations that you're talking about. Yes, and it's hard to say that it's not causation because it doesn't happen uh-huh. any other time. It's uh-huh. very predictable. Yeah. And we don't have a decrease in those, in those uh, bad outcomes in the fall when we gain an hour. Uh-huh. So we gain an hour. We don't have it. So it doesn't equal out. Yeah. Um, and... That itself, I think, is a real, real problem. Well, sleep is is important. Sleep is very important. Some people really keep cheating their sleep, and it's it's. Yeah, I don't think it's a long term. Another sort of problem that we see strategy. is in all kinds of travel, and that and, and all kinds of where people misunderstand or forget that they're uh-huh. having to to change times and that kind of thing. In the travel industry, this is a terrible thing. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of lost revenue and lots of lost, and they, they even quantify it in the millions, many, many, many millions of dollars that they lose every year. I, I don't have it in my paperwork. Um, $1.7 billion, I think, is lost. What? Uh, I forget exactly. No, yeah. that's that's a, that's a different number. They, they, it's tons and tons of money that is lost as a result of trying to do this and people getting confused. We also have uh, the problem with lots and lots of industries have people who are working 24 hours a day. Not, not an individual, but like, you know, th- there's lots of companies now. Didn't used to be this way. Back when we started this, it wasn't that way. Uh-huh. And that then that messes up all kinds of uh, yep. things there as well. And so... 
man, I'm a, just a huge advocate. Let's pick one and go for it. Now, I'm not the only one. There's lots of people who've been advocating for right, this. Right. And the Senate um, just recently has passed a bill, um, and President Biden said he would sign it. And it has been before the Congress now, or Cong- they're waiting for Congress to take a vote on it, and it's been waiting there for over a year. Mm. And and the uh, uh, when I say Congress, I mean the, the House of Representatives. And they, they are refusing to pick it up. And I have no idea why. Right. Uh, and so to, in order to just end it completely. Yeah. I don't understand our government sometimes. It's, it's I, really I just, ridiculous. They're just not enough rotten eggs to, yeah. to throw at the, the government. And it's special interests that are saying, no, this time is better. No, this time is better. And quite honestly, part of what it is, is that there are some industries yeah. that want us to be on the winter time and some industries that want us to be on the summertime. Right. And so we Who have to pick to, between the yeah. two. And so then they're, they're just, uh, you know, now the politicians are stymied and, yep. and locked up. And honestly, it, most people... It's an overwhelming majority of people that say, this is dumb. We don't right. need to be doing this. Right. And it, so that's, anyway, uh, I don't know what we can do, but we got to get rid of this. This is, this is terrible. It has real world consequences and it's inconvenient for everybody. Right. Well, you, you know my opinion. I do. Keep it on daylight savings all the time. Makes sense to me. Yep. Um, here's, have you thought about this? What I, I think we should go a step further and there'll be fewer people that agree with me on this. Hmm. I think we should go a step further and get rid of time zones. I think we should get rid of time zones. How do you propose that? Yeah, so that we all stay on Greenwich Mean Time. So that we all stay on Greenwich Mean Time. And so, uh, and that way, it's this, when you're talking to somebody in Los Angeles, or you're talking to somebody from Los Angeles to New York, or even in Australia or around the world, no matter where you're going, uh, it's the same time all the time. Yeah. And so when you're talking about... Talk about people getting confused, though. I think it, w- I think it would be much... At, in the very beginning, it there would be, be much a, more difficult. A tremendous... At the beginning. Acclamation to that. At yeah, the beginning, that, would be, that yeah. would be true. But once people kind of got an understanding of how it works... Then there's no having when you're you know anytime you're traveling or talking to someone in a different time zone, um, you and I were just having an interview with somebody and I made the mistake of the time zone mistake and I I uh-huh. went ahead instead of uh, before uh, you know or right. uh, after, and that kind of thing happens all the time. That would be completely eliminated. That's true. That would be completely eliminated. What time is is the game showing on TV? Well, it's at 5.30. No, wait a second. We're in uh, a different time zone, so we got to, let's see, translate. No, all of that is gone. Yeah. But what it would mean is that the workday doesn't start at 8 a.m. for everybody. Sure. It might start, you know, at, at 6 p.m. Or 2, 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Yeah. or whatever. And you just have to learn your... At, it wouldn't be hard to learn that. It, I think it would be uh-huh. fairly easy. But it would pr- it would bring the world communication more in line with each other. That's what I think. I think we ought to do that. Yeah, I've, I've gone overseas to Europe yeah, a few yeah. times, uh-huh. and uh, it, it is confusing when we're changing our clocks. Yeah. And they're not. Right. 
and uh, you're thinking, oh, they're 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 six hours. Oh no, no, it's seven hours. No, right? Oh, is it seven? And you, this it is, is confusing. For sure. This is what I'm talking um, about. Yeah, but I think if if we stop changing our clocks, that would be a huge improvement. Huge. I don't. I think I that's the the next part about time zones seems a bit radical. I'm not sure I'd be willing to do that. Yeah. I don't think it'd ever get passed. But well, not yeah. It's it's. Oh, if I they said can't it's stop less... us changing our clocks, right? They're, yeah. they're never going to make that decision. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It's a little bit like going to the metric system, which I think the United States right. should also do. It's the same exact thing. We need to join the world and and be you know. But we say I don't understand how to measure things in kilometers. Well, I know you don't, but you it wouldn't be hard to learn. I think if we put kilometers on the same sign with mm-hmm. miles, there's a way to do it. Then I would start to learn. Totally. How long is it? You know, how long when I drive 50 kilometers? How far is that? You know, right. I, I would. You would just learn how to gauge. You would it. learn how to do it, and you could do the same thing with the time zones. But if you just switch the signs to metric, that would be infuriating. Oh yeah, no, you couldn't do that. That's yep. that wouldn't work. You need we need a um, put them right next to each other. A switching over period, yep. you know, of 10 years or something. But like, okay, we're moving this direction. Like, we we really seriously are going to do that, um, and it's going to take some time. Yeah. But you oh, go to the doctor and they say, oh, you're you're two hundred pounds. That's uh, such and such kilograms. Yeah. And just just put them next to each other all the time until right. we we learn it. Yeah. And yeah. it would be a little bit frustrating at first, but um, the metric system is much much better system, and I'm all for good efficient systems mm-hmm. where we can actually understand things. Yeah, I mean the. the you know, our our English system is based upon originally, yeah. You know, feet. Yeah, really, really subjective things. Yes, yeah. totally. Yeah. The, an inch was the, the the thumb joint of the king. Right. I think was right. a finger something joint. like that. I yeah. don't know. That's an inch, and that, right. It changes depending on who the sovereign is. You know, completely. How many actual so feet? So we have a better system that's based on ten. You know, so everything's a, a, a factor of ten. But then also they they. Uh, um, line up with each other, and then we also join the world. Almost the entire world is using the metric system, yeah. and using having that kind of communication and ability to be able to communicate with each other well, um, I think it would be really good time zone as well. Yeah. Well, you know, we are making that transition some in our education system. Uh, it, you know, I was biology; you were biology. Yeah. Even right. back then, yeah, uh, thirty years ago. Now uh-huh. they, we were using all metric uh-huh. uh, at the university. Yeah, science, science. Mm-hmm. Uh, science basically uses that, and healthcare uses uh, metric system mm-hmm. because it is such a better, you know, it's a much, much better system. Yeah. Yeah. You ever heard uh, like a um, someone measured in stone? Yes, I've heard of that. He's, he's five stones. <laughs> right, you know? yeah. That's, well, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. It means something. That's, I think that's the British weight, isn't it? <clears throat> I think so, heavier, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means something, but it's not, yeah, anyway. It means nothing to me, but yeah. All right. Hey, I am curious. Well, maybe we can put something on the on the Facebook group. I want to hear from our listeners if they, they want to uh, move and get rid of daylight savings time or get rid of the clock changes. Yeah. And then also get rid of uh, time zones. I want to get rid of time zones. You're not ready to get rid of time zones. Uh, it's interesting, though. Good luck getting that through. Well, first we've got to get through the... Uh, Stop changing the clocks. Stop changing the clocks. It's awful. Well, we changed them today, and uh, I guess we're going to keep doing it until the House of Representatives decides to vote on it. Yeah.
much for listening to the Hopper Podcast. You made it to the end of this week's episode. Congratulations. You win a bucket of kitty litter. Yeah. To claim your prize, write to us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 214-267-9287. Join us next time when we will discuss real museums that should not exist. There are a lot of those. There sure are. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and join our Facebook group for more Hopper goodness. The Hopper Podcast is sponsored this week by Deodorant Wizard. It's magically odorific.